Islamic Sharia law coming to the USA? It's already here in the Lone Star State. Yes, Texas. A Collin County District judge recently ordered that Mariam Ayad's divorce case be sent to mediation by an Islamic panel. As Ayad says, the ruling violates her constitutional rights as a U.S. citizen. She's appealing that decision. Here to discuss the case and the consequences of Sharia law in the USA is Raymond Ibrahim. Mr. Ibrahim is an author and columnist specializing in Middle East history and Islam. His most recent book is Sword and Scimitar, 14 Centuries of War Between Islam and the West. Congratulations, Ray. I understand your book has just been translated and published into French, Le Paix et le Cimetière. So... <laughs> Congratulations, yes, may we? Yes, thank you. Um, that's good. It's you know it's reaching its intended or, um, audience outside of English-speaking areas. Well, that's good. So, uh, Maryam Ayad, see, uh, she says she didn't know that she was what she was signing when her husband required her to sign a prenup. So, I'm assuming you believe her because of the way many women are treated under Islam. Yeah, I, I actually would be inclined to, I'd be inclined to believe her more than, you know, in other circumstances and in other situations for the reasons that you mentioned, uh, because women are habitually misused and uh, easily and often lied to. In fact, Muhammad himself, uh, in one of the canonical <clears throat> hadiths, or basically his, his sayings and words and deeds, um, said that lying is permissible in three circumstances, and one of them is to your wife. So um, that, that's actually part of the Islamic uh, worldview. So I believe that it's, it, it makes sense that, you know, she got a, a, probably a big document. And I think uh, the actual uh, argument is that she thought it was a duplicate that she was signing. So she didn't maybe see the stipulation about uh, Sharia. Um, so that's logical, and I would be inclined to believe her. And, you know, I don't recall any previous case in the USA where a judge sent a dispute between Muslims to an Islamic tribunal, especially in Texas of all places. So does this set a precedent, Ray? What are the consequences for people here in the United States? Well, it does set a precedent. It's, it's really, it's, it's actually shocking. And, uh, but it's, it's one in a piece with what we're seeing everywhere, which is this uh, large, large retreat from you know the Judeo-Christian mores and uh, worldview, cultural values, which are enshrined in the Constitution, and the people who are most charged with guarding it and protecting it, judges, are here. They are now retreating from it, abandoning it, throwing it to the bus in favor of anything and everything other than that. Um, I think we, you'd agree with me. We see that in a lot of different um, circumstances and situations outside of this particular one where, you know, anyone who's not part of the Western Christian, Judeo-Christian framework is his ways, his cultural norms take precedence, including here on U.S. soil. And, you know, it's underscore this, you know, the audience should understand what Sharia law is. Sharia is really the antithesis of, uh, you know, the, the Western worldview. It's uh, draconian. It's fundamentally based on the words and teachings of the Quran, which are believed to be from Allah and the words and teachings of Muhammad, the prophet of Islam. And, you know, if you look at his words and teachings as well as the Quran, they are basically things that are very seventh century, definitely pre-enlightenment type stuff. So the Quran and Muhammad permit the sexual enslavement, the concubinage of women, infidels during jihads. Um, a woman's testimony is half that of a man, 
which really comes into play in this particular case, because if she is, if, if this Maryam woman is judged by a Sharia tribunal, her immediately her her words are already under are, are cut in half as far as their value because she's a woman. Um, you know, Muhammad said most of the denizens of hell are females. Uh, so you know, there's a, the, the the long and short of it in this case is there's a very misogynistic strain in Sharia law, and so when you when when this judge when this American judge relegates her case to be interpreted and judged by Sharia law, she's essentially condemning her. And a lot of liberals are saying, uh, where's equity? We're fighting for equity in America. Well, where's the equity in that if a woman's testimony is only half that of a man's? So how likely is it, do you think, Raymond, that we'll eventually see a Sharia court established here in the USA? Well, there's elements of that, um, not necessarily in the USA, but in Western nations, uh, in the UK. Um, you have elements of that already, and so it wouldn't be shocking to see that also coming eventually into the United States. And this particular case is, in, in many ways, such a sort of precedent. Again, it gives it favors uh, Sharia law. And they say it has no effect on non-Muslims, but I'm assuming you know otherwise. Tell us about that. Well, sure. Uh, again, uh, Sharia law, which is uh, Islamic law, is just as it's inherently misogynistic, it's also inherently anti-infidel. And so if you're a infidel, just means a non-Muslim. So if you're a non-Muslim and in any way, shape, or form, you also are being judged somehow under Sharia law. You also are at the short end of the stick. Okay, author, Islam historian, and Middle East analyst Raymond Ibrahim. Thank you, Raymond, for sharing your time and insights with us. Thanks very much, Gary. Take care.